0: Hello, EKN Nation. Welcome to another edition of This Weekend in Carding, the podcast uh, that we try to do at least a couple times a month. Uh, we present all the news that hits the EKN homepage over the past week or so. Uh, podcast absolutely perfect for listening on the way to work, coming home. Ideal for your morning or afternoon commute. This is episode 20 of This Weekend in Carding. My name is Rob Howden, joined as I always am by David Cole. March the 17th, 2020. Very interesting times. Of course, lots to talk about in terms of the coronavirus, the COVID-19, and what it's essentially doing to the world's uh, sporting world uh, and the world all, all on its own. Uh, carding, of course, affected as well. We'll look at that a little bit. Lots more to talk about here uh, in this particular edition of This Week in Carding. We're going to see a lot of content coming out of eCarding News. Both David Cole and I pretty much uh, locked and loaded into our offices here, the home offices. and uh, Lots to talk about, lots of interviews being set up, uh, some roundtables. Uh, we're going to have a lot of content for you. I know those of you who are uh, in uh, self-isolation, uh, self-isolation yourself uh, at home with the family, you're going to want to get out in the garage and listen to some karting. So <laughs> we'll make sure we get some, a lot of content for you. This edition of This Week in Karting is going to be presented by Briggs & Stratton Racing. Briggs & Stratton is powering operation grassroots around the world. No other engine manufacturer is getting new and returning drivers to the car track like the Briggs 206. The -the out-of-the-box performance of the Briggs 206 provides the most fun, excitement, and reliability of any karting engine on the global market. Learn more about the 206 engine and the history behind Briggs & Stratton's century-long commitment to motorsports at www.briggsracing.com. Briggs & Stratton Racing, what powers you? All right, folks, last episode, episode 19, March the 5th, just about two weeks ago, uh, a little less than two weeks ago, actually. David Cole, welcome back to the show. This uh, this is unlike anything we've done in the 15 years of ecardinews.com. It's uh, unique to anything we've done here on the Ecan Radio Network, as well as we have kind of, you know, let's talk about the big elephant in the room and uh, talk about the coronavirus, COVID 19, uh, the pandemic that's essentially starting to work its way into the U.S. and Canada, not nearly as bad as it was in China and in Italy and in other parts of the world. But uh, they have mass sports and motorsports event can- cancellations late last week. I was at the IndyCar and rode the Indy race at St. Petersburg. You were down at the Scusa Winter Nationals, the opener of the, the, the Pro Tour, and neither of us got past practice day.
1: Hold on. Let, let me sanitize the uh, the microphone real quick here. Yeah,
0: I've already sprayed mine down. I'm good to go. <laughs>
1: um, but that's the one thing. We have to continue to joke and have fun because, again, we're, this isn't shutting life down. This is just kind of a hiatus. It's a little bit of a of a vacation. It's so somewhat, um, a vac- uh, unpaid vacation for some people. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's a struggle, but, uh, it's, it's, it's unprecedented as, as we keep seeing and, you know, and, and looking at the news and, and what's going around. It's, you know, there's so many different avenues and, and viewpoints that you can look at this. Uh, but unfortunately it, you kind of just have to go with, with what is happening. And, and I guess it's, it's, on the on the side of caution is what everything is being canceled for because again, this is something that spread through you know through contact through you know being close to one another um, and and thus the reason why we're we're seeing now the amount of gatherings being limited from 250 to what we saw on Friday to now what is essentially almost 10. Uh, across the country, so it's
0: yeah, Dave. You, you can't you can't play a game of pickup basketball if you want a referee. Well, you could play three on three, <laughs> three on three. That's right. Um, so we
1: still have three on three basketball. You could play maybe a little five on five soccer, some that's hockey, a, you know. Yeah. But even you know, even there, um, it's no, that's still 12, it's that's so twelve people in hockey, Dave.
0: That's twelve. Well, 12 you could put
1: five on five hockey. Come on, you put a couple goalies in the in there, and it's so you know it's reduced size sport uh, uh, or game.
0: This is, a carding, um, this is a carding podcast, folks. We're, we're not going to get into yeah. the politics of this because we could easily do that. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's. A, I really, I personally really wish that We had media that we could rely on with, with, with what's going on because obviously on social media you never know what the sources are. So much information coming out, it's feeding hysteria, but it's also not giving us. I, I just really wish we had more real information. But regardless, David, the bottom line for us in this in this industry and in in, in in this sport in this community. Uh, was that a bunch of stuff got canceled last week, right? Formula One canceled in Australia. IndyCar canceled with me in uh, in St. Petersburg. NASCAR canceled their uh, their homestead race. Some are canceling. Some are trying to postpone. As you mentioned already, David, the government government called for group attendance and gathering limits. Tumbling, right? It was 250. Then it was 150. And 100, then and 50, then 25. And now here we are at a national recommendation of just you know, gatherings less than ten people. Restaurants are closing. They're they're doing delivery and takeout. Um, essential services trying to stay open. Of course, grocery stores and stuff like that. Um, it's all about self isolation. If you're coming back from travels, uh, and if you're not, if you're here, do what you can to do social distancing. Stay at home in your house, and when, if you're out, make sure you stay away from people. It's uh, it's a tough thing, isn't it? After you know, I, I wrote a column. You wrote a column. Um, Things have changed a lot since I started writing that column. I'm sure things have changed a lot since you start writing yours. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. And they continue to change because it's changed from the time I posted to the time <laughs> till now that we've recorded. Yeah.
0: Um, that's it. Because
1: really, the 10 thing wasn't really anything until after I posted that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's and really, it, it's that travel. I think that's the biggest key uh, to helping stop this is people traveling. I don't think so much of you know, you see there's still one state here in the United States, West Virginia, who has zero uh, cases. But then how do we know? Again, like, as you said, data, that's one of the things that we're kind of lacking, which in this day and age is very hard to grasp that we're lacking data. We don't have the data points because it's hard for a a lot of these people or organizations and hospitals and and medical personnel to, to influx all the data together. But again, a lot of people just look at it. You have that other, you know. We don't know if there's are if there are any in West Virginia, just because well, and again, the, David, the testing, it, it cut, the pressing exactly. procedures are so uh, sparse right now, and, if and you again,
0: haven't been. Te- yeah, it's it, it, that's it's only who's been tested, right? <laughs> I don't know who's been tested. So that's that's again the key. Let's look. Let's get back to our sport. As you said, David, talk a little bit about the Skuza Pro Tour Internationals being canceled. You were there, obviously. Um, you know, there was talk when I was at the Road to Indy race that we were probably going to be able to keep going. It really kind of surprised us because we got a couple of practice sessions in. It sounded like we were going to be okay. You know, the way they had approached it was your session was going to be on the racetrack and then you had to get out, you know, you get out of the way. If the Road to Indy, the radio guys actually had to leave after our Indy Lights session because they all they were on for was Indy Lights. And so the road to Indy guys left. I stayed for the remainder of the was staying for the remainder of the day for my uh, the rest of the road to Indy races and qualifying and, and the like. But they had a really good approach. It ended up not working that way. How'd things go at the scoozer race?
1: Um, it seemed to be uh, same old, same old. When we uh, everybody arrived there Friday, obviously uh, the paddock was full. Um, we had um, over two, I believe, over two ten entries. I didn't get the final count, uh, obviously, because we were waiting excuse me until um the actual tr- carts hit the track and we knew how many entries we had and many cancellations this and that um so you know everything was was go, you know it was normal um people were you know people were still shaking hands people were still you know giving hugs you know for people who knew each other some people didn't there were still people who were you know elbows only or or just you know a, a nice wave uh as you were next to them uh so it, was, it it was that kind of mixed um uh scenario going through Thursday and Friday in the paddock you know just it was obviously the number one talk it was it was as i wrote in my column it was it was a joyful atmosphere because everybody was happy to be there racing despite everybody every every event around the world especially in racing were canceling and all the sports events were canceling so it was kind of that joyful uh, at least it's not our world. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Uh, me. I felt that same way. I I was just, I was, I was happy knowing that even though after we got canceled, you guys are going to be able to go no, no spectators at all. I'm like, yeah, they're going to be fine. They're going to get that race in the books at least. That'll be great. Uh, And and
1: so, but it was still like that, that lump in your throat of, okay, when is it going to get canceled type, you know? So there was still that, that stigma going around of, okay, we'll just, we're just going to keep hammering away, hammering away go on as business as usual and, and, and see what happens. And, and, you know, as I wrote in the column, as we, as we were about ready to go live, I'm, I got everything all set up. I got Xander next to me. We're ready to go. He, he, he's, he was setting up for some of his stuff that he was going to do during the broadcast and after broadcast. And I had gotten all my stuff ready to go. I was about ready to, to, uh, to, to set up the, to hit the start button. And I look down and I see carts are coming off the grid. And rolling back into the paddock as the yeah. last as the last carts are coming off the track for what would have been the first session of the last round, yeah. and so automatically I take the headphones off and I walk into the uh, the uh, the scoring uh, and and video uh, booth and I'm like, are we on hold? And Joe's like, yes, we are on hold. And that was uh, you know the early stages of you know our obviously the the cancellation to the event. But it had been going on for, I guess, hours uh, leading up to that, obviously, with um, Supercards USA officials, Tom Kutcher and, and others talking with the facility itself, talking with their um, legal aides about the options that we have or don't have, you know, because they, they knew this or they knew something was going to come down and the government shut everything down of 250 or more ga- in, a, in a gathering. And the unfortunate part is, is we're in a motorsports park, and there is two other events going on at the same time. So you have to consider the park itself, two hundred and fifty people. Well, alone the Supercars USA is more than that, if not triple that. Yeah, and then you got to say a
0: thousand people probably total. Well, you, fig- you figure three
1: people three people per entry at at minimum. Yeah, so you're yeah, and, talking six hundred. 600-
0: 50 guys there for the staff probably. Yeah.
1: So yeah, Great. you're talking anywhere between six to 800 people were there just for the supercarts USA part, not to mention the stuff going on the big track and then drifting stuff over on the skid pad. So yeah, it was, it was, it, there was nothing really that uh supercarts USA could do, um, to, to continue the event, uh, after, after the governor of Louisiana issued the, uh, the closure of, of these events.
0: Yeah. And as of now, uh, we have not heard any update on how Supercards USA plans to handle the Winter Nationals, rescheduling whatever they may do. Uh, I'm sure that uh, based on the fact that we're only, what, a couple of days away from the event, that uh, Tom Kutcher and the crew are probably just getting back to Temecula at this point here, uh, sitting down, and then we'll probably start looking at the schedule. There obviously are options. I haven't had a chance to talk to Tom yet at all, but I would expect that, you know, they still, if they do still do this, if, if they can still get the Spring Nationals in. Which is May first, to third at Utah Motorsports Campus in up in uh, near Tuele. and again that's going to be tough too, right? Because we're here in this this two month window that puts us in the middle of May, so that race could be je- in jeopardy as well. At that point, what do you do? Do they maybe try to put some kind of a fall nationals in or something like that later in the in in October, and then have the super nets again? Be you could do summer nets, fall Nets, super nets, and that could be a three race program once again for the Pro Tour. Just uh, a lot of uncertainty right now, David. They Then, of course, having to cancel their uh, Pro Kart Challenge race up in Monterey, California. That got canceled. Uh, David, the USPKS, I know you were talking to, to Mark Coates, USPKS race, which was scheduled for the end of this month, just a couple of weeks from now in Ocala. That race was postponed as well. So Mark Coates and the USPKS crew have to figure out how they're going to be able to slot in one of the races as well.
1: Yeah, that was that was an interesting one leading up uh, to the weekend because obviously, uh, you know, uh, USB Chaos was not going to shut it down. They were again neither was Skusa, neither were a lot of these events. It was all it's all based around uh, the facilities themselves and the local uh, ordinances that are being placed down on on what happens in in their particular jurisdiction. So it was. It was, I believe, Friday midday that uh, we received notice that the US was going to be um, postponing their event at Ocala for the end of March. Uh, obviously, George at Ocala Grand Prix was was monitoring their situation there. They had closed the club race before that, be- the weekend before, so it was it was likely to come, and it did come. Uh, yeah, so luckily, US Pro Kart Series only has three events to to kind of. Uh, go through the season. So right now they're only at one event. They have to reschedule. They have until June, so they have the they have a little bit of a longer um, off time. A little little cushion. Little cushion to uh, to be able to kind of plan because again everything. Um, I hate to say the word, but it's been used a lot. Fluid. Um,
0: <laughs> it's the word. So yeah.
1: so again, you know, everything could be different in a week from now to where we know that events in April could could possibly be run. Uh, because the great thing about karting, because again, it's not like these car events where there's, there's thousands of people that are going to be attending or you know, the hundreds of staff members or workers and et cetera. You know, if we have three weeks notice, we can run an event, you know, people will jump on board and be with it. And especially because of this, this off period, I think people are going to be jumping at the bit to go racing. So, yeah. Um, yeah. so again, you know, you know, who knows what's going to happen with, with all these cancellations and postponements you know as we sit right now there's nothing we can do until really i think until we get to the 1st of april and kind of reassess the situation to to know where you know the government stands on on certain gathering restrictions and and local uh, again local ordinances on what they can do and what they can't do
0: True enough. Uh, some of the other events that we know that have been canceled already, the uh, NKC uh, Speed Fest, or the NCK, rather, the North California Carter Speed Fest in Las Vegas, has been at least canceled or postponed at this point. We use the word postponed. Uh, the KPX opener as well, the 4Cycle and uh, KA, the, the, the IME program in Northern California, has had to cancel or postpone whatever it is, their uh, opener as well. And David, just coming down the pipe, I think just before we started, the podcast here on Facebook, we saw that, uh, the Cal speed karting actually shut down for, I think it looks like a couple of weeks now, right? I think March 31st, they said, so they're going to go with a two week window right now to shut down things in, at Cal speed.
1: Yeah. Again, that's uh, April 1st is really the, the kind of it's, it's April fool's day, but it's a, uh, it's going to be a turning point in, in kind of where we kind of addressed, uh, the, the future of, just daily routines and daily life, and 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 again, motorsports and and karting in general.
0: I you know one thing I do want to say, Dave. Before we go to a quick break here, is that the difference for karting, uh, and I want to, I kind of want to get this out there because I really want to have some positivity in the sport. I want people to remember that one of the differences between us and motorsports. People get themselves pretty jacked up about motorsports right now, where where you know people are worried about the Indianapolis 500 because you know it's it's over two months away. Um, a race like Saint Petersburg, you can't like you. You mentioned this briefly. You can't get that race back. The Green Savory guys can't get the streets again sometime later this year. The people in Long Beach, Jim McKelson in Long Beach, is doing whatever he can to potentially get the Long Beach later in the season. But that's that's a race that's been around for a long time with the potential to be able to get those streets back. We'll see. Uh, same goes for the 500. You know, can you move the 500? It's just I don't know. It's there's so much logistics to it. Karting has flexibility, and and you mentioned it, David. We, we could literally, if they all of a sudden open things up to a thousand people, we could put a race on that day. That's the one thing about karting. You know, even, even a pro tour race or a USPKS race, to be honest, you, you throw a bunch of people in cars, you drive to the track you want to go at, and we can have a race any day. And that's, that's a huge difference than all the major motorsports like F1, NASCAR, IMSA, uh, MotoGP, IndyCar, whatever it may be, right? We can make a move if something opened up that we could drop a race in, in a week's time. And I think that's, that's key to understanding that if there is a change, you know, we're, again, I said earlier about the fact that I'm, I'd love to have, you know, more factual media that I could trust. You know, you're reading things to certain places that the in China, they've kind of moved past this already to the point where there's not really many new cases in China. They've kind of got, and I read that, I read it, I read it somewhere and I, I can't remember the name where I watched it, whatever the website was. It seemed like top of my head, it was, it was, uh, credible. Is it? I don't know. But indeed, if that's the case that we can get past something and move it in like a two, three month window, if that happens over here, we've done a better job curtailing it, then maybe we can get back to racing a lot earlier. And David, as you mentioned, it could literally be, Hey guys, guess what? We're racing a GoPro this weekend and we're there, you know? Yeah.
1: And, and a lot of, at least for us, you know, um, there's not a lot of travel from outside the U S because I think when you look at like IMSA or IndyCar. Or a lot of these major motorsports events, like Formula One, there's there's people from all different countries that are pouring in into one area. Where, yeah, as you said, we're we're more flexible. Our sport is more flexible. Even I, but I don't think for the for international events, it's a little bit harder because as we saw uh, in Europe with in, with the WSK program, like their events were getting canceled right away because we saw that Italy was going to be shutting down everything and have have been in in basically in quarantine for for a few almost a few weeks now. So yes, I again it all it's all speculative uh again because we don't know what's going to happen. I mean, we never thought we were going to be at this point. I mean, going into Nola, you know, people were talking about it, but there was there was no thought of the event getting canceled. I I personally didn't think so. I thought, you know what, it's it's never going to get to that point because you know, again, I'm not. I hate to say it, but when you look at a lot of the stuff that's being put out there and and all the nu- you know, quote unquote numbers, you know, I'm like, there's, it's, it's not to a point to where I think it's a pandemic because there's just aren't enough cases here in the United States. Well, it's not because of the number; they're trying to limit the number of cases. So, it's, yeah, I never thought it was going to get canceled, and it did. So we're we're on uncharted waters, and again, we have to go day by day, and that's you know. Un- Fortunately for us, you know, we're hunkered down in our offices all day, every day. So it's nothing un- new, you know, that's not new to us. Um, so we're just, you know, we're going to keep digging and, uh, and go go about our business. And, and hopefully, again, in a week, it could be a completely different story.
0: <laughs> well, Dave, we're literally four days from it being canceled, right? We were there on Friday doing our, doing our thing on Friday. And like I said, the, where I was on Thursday. Yeah. We're going to have this race or Wednesday, Wednesday, we're going to have this race. We did the cart for kids charity race. This is going to be awesome. We're going to have a great weekend here. We're going to get this in for sure. If this is the Car race, then there's no fans. And then well, we may not do this. Oh no, everything's shut down. Oh, there's no PA Rob. You're, like there's just nothing. And then it cancels. And that's literally I wrote the column on the way back. I post the column saying, hey, my, my column saying, well, let's, let's, I, people need to keep racing. I just saw Michael McDowell on Facebook talking about the fact that he's at home with his family, but he's probably going to be able to GoPro a couple of times. GoPro puts out a web, you know, a, a post that you got to bring your own helmet to GoPro Motorplex if you want to rental, drive the rental carts. And then CalSpeed shuts down a little different in California, of course, in North Carolina, but it's, everything's changing so rapidly right now that it could shift back very quickly as well. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Let's well, go to a break. Oh, all right.
1: I just want to say out of all the races, it's, it's really the NCAA tournament. That's really making me cry about all. I these. knew that was going to be the case. Yeah. Yeah. I knew that was going to be, the I case. mean, bracket, come on. I mean, it's so much fun to do that every year. I mean, I, yep. I, if there's anything that I have done my entire life, it's filling out a bracket. I, I was probably not even one years old and I was filling out. A, I was, I was one month old and probably, filling out a bracket
0: i mean it's you probably just, lo- you probably lost that one too
1: well 79 i yeah i probably had uh yeah i probably had i probably didn't have bird and magic going to the final game so indiana <laughs> right, state versus michigan state for those well,
0: let's take a break we'll come back and t- we got we, gotta we got to talk a little plenty bit of
1: time gonna- rob we're not going anywhere
0: <laughs> well i got more podcasts to do baby we got All stuff right. we got stuff happening content's coming all right guys, we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to have one more one more little note on this program, the whole the whole coronavirus deal. We'll talk a little bit about the challenge of the Americans and we'll talk about the California Rock Championship. We're going to update their schedules when we get back. Technology, design, and manufacturing. These components are what make Car Republic a world champion the Kart Republic Chassis has earned two FIA World Karting Championships. Here in the U.S., the brand has earned multiple victories and championships in senior, junior, and cadet competition. Kart Sport North America is the country's importer and distributor for Dino Chiesa's Kart Republic Chassis, and as a leader in American karting, they are focused on providing stability for the sport and quality products and service for the community. Whether you'd like to find the Kart Republic dealer closer to you or schedule an arrive and drive package with its official North American race team, contact Kart Sport North America through their official website, kartsportna.com. We are Republic. We are one. Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the internet for karts, karts, Parts and safety gear to get you on the track. Shop AKRA.com offers a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors in the sport to ensure that all the latest equipment is available to you, the consumer. With customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price. Be sure to visit shopakr.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Also, follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials, clearance items, and new products. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network, episode number 20 of This Week in Karting. March the 17th, 2020, a a time in the middle of something that is uh, unprecedented in uh, in American sport, North American sport and world sport with the uh pandemic that is hitting the starting to work its way let's say starting to work its way around the world. Uh, we'll cross our fingers that we've we're going to be able to hold things down to a, a lower level than Italy here in North America. One of the things I do want to bring up to, before we, we cap this off, it's a positive to a certain extent because David this this could have happened in the middle of summer and just you know decimated much of the racing cuz to be real <laughs> the Anybody that's south of the fro- south of the frost line, we're not racing yet. Uh, I you know normally in Canada at least north of the border here, uh, opening races are usually the first week or second week of May. Uh, you know we're not even racing for another two months from now. Which I'm just going to say for for some of the clubs, uh, some of the smaller shops or support trailers, you name it, up in Canada, Michigan, Wisconsin, whatever it may be, David, really not that affected as of yet right? Yeah. Some of the guys in the South that are more used to uh, more used to being kind of more year round. Some of the major teams that rely more on actual racing and driving guys than supporting people with product. Those guys are going to get hit maybe a little more, but for the most part, a lot of guys in the Northern climbs don't start to the first week of May, Canada, especially.
1: Yeah. It would have been better if it would have happened in February, giving us a little bit more of a buffer zone in terms of time, because as you get, again, as you said, you know, some tracks were going to be opening up this weekend here in like Indiana and in Illinois and certain certain parts where the snow is finally melted, you know, here in Michigan, it's actually, uh, the snow is gone, which is, it's been a mild, a mild winter. So we haven't had that, a lot of snow, you know, melting over in the month of March, we've had no snow in the month of March. So it's been kind of great. So it's kind of, it's kind of anticipated or not anticipated, but, Uh, pumped us up to get to the racetrack and unfortunately you know we still kind of have to wait until the tracks are actually open um and and again so tracks are going to be opening it's just a matter of when and i i you know i can't wait to get to a racetrack again if i if a track was open near me right now i would be out of racetrack right now because uh just you know again provides great exercise it just gets that adrenaline rushing again um, it's what we do. I need I need as much track time as I possibly can. Uh being 41 now, you know I'm getting older, that's the the, the reflexes aren't exactly what they used to be, so yeah.
0: <laughs> These are sounding like excuses already, Dames.
1: No, I'm just saying I need to get out there. I mean, it's been since September or no October. That's right. I, I almost beat in October, so
0: it's what we do. Again, this it's, it, this is what we do. We we race. We 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 we're carters. Like and again, life, lifers who are in, in the karting sport, people that are passionate for it and love it, want to do it. They got to do it. So the minute things are going to open up, people are going to be back out there for sure. Yeah. Speaking of a can, race,
1: well, I was going to kind of you can kind of relate it a little bit to golfing in, in a sense. It, I mean, obviously our sport's a little bit more expensive to a certain certain point. Uh, clubs are getting up there, but you know, no, golf, more
0: expensive. <laughs>
1: <laughs> golf, golf courses are, 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 are still actually opening up. Um, you know, as long as they have that social, uh, social distancing, uh, it, it seems to be, uh, you know, a possibility again, you're out on the golf course, you're away from mostly everybody, you know, you're not all huddled into a, a, a building, uh, you know, say an office or even, even, a, a, a just anything. So it's, yeah, you know, I, I wouldn't be
0: surprised to see golf courses open up and have no, like no clubhouse kind of thing. Right. Get out of your car, put your stuff off, get going. You know what I mean? Like keep people apart. Cause then you just, it's four guys playing or girls playing golf. So that's a possibility. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's jump into this, David challenge of the Americas. obviously one of the races that uh, was, was canceled. Their, their finale at Sonoma. Um, you know, we talked about USPKS already getting canceled, but Andy Seisman, uh, making the right call the end of March, uh, same as Mark Coates did with USPKS. Can't have the race in Sonoma. Obviously, the, you know, the, the, the governor laying down the 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 limits in terms of people who can attend events. What's going to happen right now is Andy has made the move to reschedule the finale for the Challenge of the Americas to the May 15th, 16th, 17th weekend. He'll blend it with the California Rock Championship event. A lot more. There'll be more news coming up before then. But I think that's a, that was a pretty good move for Andy and, and a quick one. You know what I mean? It's can't do it here we're going to do it here. The California rock championship is all, is it going to be a double, probably be a double points event. You know, whatever you get there is the points for Coda, potentially the points for the California rock challenge as well, our championship as well, but good move for Andy to to at least get something moved quickly and did decisively.
1: Yeah. And the reason for the blending is because the California rock championship program was supposed to open up that weekend at button So essentially it's going to be the same weekend. Now, again, he said more details will follow, but, it provides that opportunity of, okay, rather than having two events we need to run, we'll just kind of put these two races at one location at one weekend. So, again, yeah, you know, maybe it'll be a one-race weekend. We don't know. Maybe it'll still be a two-race weekend. Things can change because, again, we're in kind of unprecedented scenario here with with uh, the world and, and, and our sport itself. So, again, we have time to think and we have time to kind of analyze as we get uh, closer again with the, with the May uh, date we have at least three weeks before we really have to kind of hunker down. And he has to drill, drill out the details of how the event is going to unfold.
0: Yeah. That may 16th, 17th date is kind of on the front end of that two month uh, recommendation, the CDC put down. So uh good place to put that he could then adjust it again if he had to, or potentially just button things up with the two races that they've had. Uh, he did update, again, the California Rock Cup Championship schedule calendar. David, uh, May 16th, 17th, Willow. Two months later, July 18th, 19th, back up at Sim Raceway Performance Karting Center in Sonoma. Uh, August 15th, 16th at Santa Maria Kart Track uh, in the Central Coast area of California. Back for the September 12th, 13th uh, finale for the California Rock Championship at Sim Raceway Performance Karting Center. Again, a couple of dates in the middle there. David changing the Sim Raceway in July in Santa Maria in august
1: yeah again this all came out before the situation that we're currently in right now so had to uh they had to make some changes uh as you said the the middle two events were the ones that were changing around the button will race wasn't going to change obviously now the situation that we're in it's going to be changed it's going to be at sonoma as we as we currently sit right now so we're going to have actually three races at sim raceway uh for the california rock championship and then add in the uh the August event at Santa Maria Kart Track, uh, but the one of the cool things about the uh, the California Rock Championship, with the uh, the finale being September twelfth through thirteenth, that's going to be the weekend before the uh, the Rock West event. So uh, that that event should be uh, a good one and a great way for uh, those racers looking to uh, to tune up for the Rockfest West.
0: Yeah, no doubt about that. All right, folks, another quick break in the action here. We'll get back. We've got lots more to talk about. We're going to talk about some chassis stuff. We're going to talk about some event stuff. We're going to talk about some uh, some award stuff. Great, uh, great content still coming, folks, uh, as we continue. Episode 20 of This Week in Karting. All over the karting world, everyone knows OTK is the gold standard for quality and performance. In the U.S., OTK USA is the source for all things OTK. From the legendary Tony Kart brand to the race-winning Cosmic and Esprit chassis and the new for 2020 in the U.S., the Red Speed and the EOS, OTK quality is second to none. All five brands are winning races and championships across the country in national programs like the Rock Cup Florida Winter Tour and the Challenge of the Americas, the Scuza Pro Tour and the Scuza Winter Series and the Pro Kart Challenge, and the United States Pro Kart Series and the WK Manufacturer's Cup. And OTK products are also front and center on the podium of club and regional races from coast to coast. To learn more about a specific product line or to find the OTK USA dealer near you, whether it's Tony Kart, Cosmic, Expre, Red Speed, or EOS, visit www.otkusa.com. Specific chassis territories are still available, so kart shops interested in adding a winning component to their product lineups can contact OTK directly. Fast, fair, and fun. The Margay Ignite spec karting program offers you all of that at an affordable price. The all-new IgniteKarting.com page provides you with the information you need to fuel your passion for kart racing. Ignite Karting is a spec package that includes the Margay racing chassis with a Briggs & Stratton 206 engine package and the Hoosier R80 tire. An Ignite K2 is designed for ages 8 to 12, while the Ignite K3 is available for junior, senior, and master's drivers. The 2020 season has a handful of major events for Ignite Karting. The historic Quincy Grand Prix is set for June 13th and 14th, racing through the city's famed South Park. The USAC Karting Battle at the Brickyard on July 14th, 15th, 16th is held inside the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, where you have a chance to take a lap around the famed 2.5-mile oval and the special Yard of Bricks. All information on events throughout the country and Ignite cart packages, including dealers in your area, are available at IgniteKarting.com. Head there now to register for the upcoming of Winter Series event on February 7th, 8th, and 9th at AMR Motorplex in Homestead, Florida. Arrive and drive packages are still available. So get off the couch and onto the track this year. Ignite Karting. Fuel your passion. Hey, Ken, AKN Nation, welcome back to This Week in Carding, episode 20, March the 17th. Thank you for tuning into the EKN Radio Network. We know uh, if you are like us, and you are uh, self-isolating at home, the whole family locked and loaded at home, getting a little stir-crazy, potentially. We're going to get a lot of podcast content out for you. We'll talk a little more in, the, in a bit about who, we, who we're kind of lining up, some of the stuff we're looking at. We'd love to get your feedback. If there's somebody you want us to interview, is there a topic you want us to to touch on? Should we get a round table of experts together and discuss a topic that you'd like to hear some input on? Let us know. I'd love to hear that. David and I would love to hear it. Send us a DM or an email. You can send us an email at newsdesk at ecardinews.com or DM us at any one of our, uh, of our Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram handles. Our accounts will be quickly getting back to you. Uh, But again, great that you've downloaded the ECAN radio network app. Thank you. You can always listen online as well at ecardinews.com slash radio, or once it goes to the podcast form, as it always does, uh slash podcast is uh, where you can get the link. Uh, David, some cool news coming out of the Florida Winter Tour finale, the Rock Cup USA finale at St. Petersburg. They ran their uh, uh, their final race uh, at the uh, what, Tropicana Field, I believe, the, ti- the official title in St. Pete. Yeah, yeah,
1: Tropicana Field, yep.
0: There you go. The week before the Grand Prix of St. Petersburg, they were actually able to get their race in. Uh, but cool news. Uh, you, as the uh, the last uh, winner of the award, the Dan Weldon Ambassador Award, you were able to you know, get uh, honored with that award at the Supernationals last year. For 2020, they named Gary Carlton as the winner of the Dan Weldon Ambassador Award. I think a really good and deserving honor for Gary Carlton.
1: Yeah, again, another driver, another person that... Uh very, uh, stout in promoting the sport again, Gary, obviously with his tagline, live your passion. He does that. Uh, he lives his passion in karting. uh, is so behind, uh, getting people involved in the sport and, and now starting his own brand, starting his own race team, starting his own driver development program. It's just something that, uh, has been his whole life and, and he's living, truly living his passion, something that Dan Weldon, uh, obviously, uh promoted uh, throughout his lifetime no doubt uh, yeah here on the here on this earth so uh it was great to see uh gary being named to uh the winner's list um and i think the more important part was having Susie weldon along with sebastian and oliver uh there to uh present the trophy and the uh the lionheart book to uh to gary along with rtd's uh, mike marini who uh began this uh, this award
0: yeah, a really uh, really cool group of people. I know that you were very honored and moved by that last year, and I'm sure that Gary Carlton won as well. Uh, he uh, He's one of the guys that is definitely on our hit list for a podcast coming up. we had actually talked about doing uh, a sit-down podcast, a book it podcast, uh, at the finale for the Challenge of the Americas. Of course, that's not going to be able to happen. I won't be able to make it to the May race as well, so Gary and I will probably got to get this thing set up to do a – uh, an online interview very soon, but congratulations. I know David, you know, I'm sure you would say the same thing, but congratulations to Gary on a well-deserved honor winning the 2020 Dan Weldon ambassador award. All right. Uh, uh, nice to hear events getting scheduled for later in the year, because I think we have more, we have more faith, David, that these races are actually going to happen. Uh, the IKF, the International Cart Federation, announcing the location for their 2020 uh, Grand National, Sprint Grand National. going to take place at Prairie City Kart Track on the uh, October 9, 10, 11 weekend. Uh, Prairie City, from ev- everybody I've talked to has said the Durbans have done an amazing job with that, that place. They've injected so much passion into it. Got to give up for the Durbans from you know moving their entire home, their family, their shop. Uh, up to the prairie city area uh, just you know don don senior and donald junior they just have such a passion for the sport and i know and i know talking to donald when they first moved over there he was so excited to be able to be closer closer to his family had the family out of the track and really just to be involved at that grassroots level of the sport where he could bring more people into it and work with people that are just getting into the sport and i think you know the passion and the dedication that they put into prairie city since t- kind of taking it over really has set up nicely for what could be a really really fun IKF Sprint Grand Nationals.
1: Yeah, and again, that's what IKF should be focused on is grassroots level, and yep. and thankfully they've been doing that over the last three three years with uh, with the Grand Nationals itself with the, with the uh, on the Sprint side of things. Again, two hundred six the Briggs two hundred six package and the and the KA one hundred being the focus of the of the class ro- rosters there. Uh, but again, the Prairie City Kart Track, it is one of the grassroots facilities in Northern California. And so last year you go up to Pat's Acres, one of those grassroots fil- facilities for the Northwest, bring it back to Northern California to Prairie City and, and keeping that grassroots theme moving.
0: Yeah, as you said, uh, Briggs 206K 100 on the on the docket, kid carts as well. So really that's just the, that's the base foundation, the class structure that the IKF has supported, which is, I think as you said is perfect for grassroots karting and, and club karting. They also announced the date and location of their Speedway Grand Nationals. I know not really a focus of all our, of many of our listeners here in EK Nation, but the Speedway Grand Nationals, their dirt oval Grand Nationals at Poplar Grove Speedway, July 23rd, 24th, 25th. In Iowa, now David, I was I was uh, at the IndyCar race and um, I was getting told, "Hey, listen, you guys got to step it up for me. We, I need you guys because <laughs> because there's going to be a debut." And I knew about the cart coming in, but there was going to be a debut of a new chassis, uh, a new brand at the Supercars USA Winter Nationals. I'll let you kind of roll with that a little bit because I was at the track with the guys whose name is on it, but there was a bunch of people driving that cart, uh, a trio of drivers, I believe, driving that cart. Or set to drive that cart at Nola Motorsports.
1: Yeah, uh, unfortunately, a short-lived debut uh, for what is now the Willpower Cart. Obviously, you mentioned he was with you in St. Pete. uh, This being named after the IndyCar champion and Indy 500 winner, uh, Willpower. Very got again. We talk about the passion, you know, uh, Dan with Dan Weldon and the award uh, that we give out. You know, Gary Carrollton, a passion has his own chassis line. Uh, we're seeing it with the formula one drivers of Charles Leclerc, Ricardo Kart, other, uh, even the Kubica cart back a couple of years ago. Uh, so a lot of, a lot of racers still have that passion and that desire, uh, to be around this sport of karting, And, and we saw a lot of that passion in willpower at the super nationals this past November, uh, racing in the X 30 master division, uh, under the cart sport, North America tent. He's been there before, but, you know i think you, you kind of you mentioned it a lot in the broadcast over that that weekend is there was that lo- a little bit of a, a, a gleam in his eye just you know of being there and you know again what better way to stay in the sport than with through karting and we see that with with michael McDowell and others who are in a facility and they come back and they race but but will is going all in uh, has has decided to uh, collaborate with Kart Republic, Kart Sport North American, MPG Motorsports, on uh, developing their own chassis brand. Right now, it's essentially what a Kart Republic is, just a different color right now. Um, that is the quote from Eric Jones. Obviously, they, they, they were trying to get something done, so, and but it just got too busy to the point where they couldn't do exactly what they wanted to do for the debut. So again, they have a lot of development that is uh, going to be in the works over the next few months. Um, but again, basically the focus is it's, it's own brand, uh, through the Kart Republic, uh, operation out of Italy, uh, under the cart sport North America tent. Uh, but it's going to be obviously a big, uh, focal point here in the United States with willpower here. Uh, and he had three drivers on the chassis, um, obviously with the full side cart, he had uh, Cody Gillis, a, uh, former Rotax world finals, uh, winner, uh, racing in X 30 senior. He's moved over from Australia and is now uh, living here in Morrisville, North Carolina. So he's all in with the, uh, the willpower cart uh, and KartSport North America. They also had Brent Cruz in the X 30 junior division, uh, sporting the, uh, the new chassis along with Max Garcia racing one in the mini swift division. So uh, they had those three drivers. I'm sure they're going to have more uh, once we get back to racing, but uh, obviously they actually now have a lot of time to kind of look at what they want to do with the chassis and kind of move forward as, uh, well, as we sit in the high hiatus right
0: now. Yeah. The, the key is this, this isn't FA, this isn't Fernando Alonso putting his initials on a cart. This isn't Claude Leclerc putting his name on a cart. This is a program where Will Power and who was the, the guy who was wrenching for him at the super nationals, Billy Vincent, who's been a engineer and a strategist for Penske uh, worked last year for Schmidt Peterson Motorsports, and will be with Arrow McLaren SP this year. He's uh, a player on he, pit lane in IndyCar, but he's he, also a big Carter as well. Yeah, he
1: is MPG Motorsports. He is so, M- yeah.
0: yeah, he is MPG, which stands what stands for.
1: You have it. I don't.
0: <laughs> my par- my parents' garage. Oh, that's right. Yes, I <laughs> that's forgot. Right. But anyways, in talking with Billy, they they were racing together at the Super Nets and. They were falling in love with it and the conversation with their, like we had to go back and do this again. And then it's more of, Hey, you know, what are we going to do when we retire? This is, this is different because this is Will Power saying, when I retire, this is what I want to do. He wants to be at the racetrack. He's going to be at a lot of these races. He's not, this isn't just a guy's name put on a cart and yeah, it's on a, it's on a cart Republic right now. Of course, you know, Will spends a lot of time at, at Newcastle. So Pretty easy for them to connect with the guys at Kart Sport, Kart Sport North American Kart Republic. I would not be surprised to see designs coming from Will. He wants to change things. He and, uh, and and Billy Vincent, Billy and his guys have designed their own carts. have Done a couple of carts with MPG Motorsports. Uh, also, already hearing the hearing that that uh, Will is pushing hard on a bunch of guys. Dave, he wants these IndyCar guys to. He wants an IndyCar team to come out to Supernats. He's already drilling in Oliver Askew. To come out and run. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see Oliver back to the Supernats. I'm told they're working hard on Joseph Newgarden, on Scott Dixon. They're trying to get these IndyCar guys to come back out and play in karting and support the sport a little bit. But this is the cool factor about this whole thing here. It's a collaboration with Kart Republic and Kart Sport North America, of course. But it's, it's essentially Will Power and Billy Vincent. And these guys are looking at doing this for the next 15 to 20 years, which I think is absolutely cool to be able to have these guys not just getting back into their passion, do some driving, but dive back in. They're going to support some drivers, David. There's going to be some sponsorships. This is a, this is a program where they're going to go all in, trying to get some money, trying to get some sponsorship. Will's going to use all the clout he has and all the uh, the uh, the assets he has to put together a small team of drivers as well under that W uh, that WPK brand. I think I'm excited about it because I just think it'll help the amount of exposure it's going to be able to bring from mainstream motorsports into this deal is going to I think be huge. Yeah.
1: It's something we saw a little bit with AJ Allmendinger back. uh, Do you remember the driver who uh, he kind of was helping out uh, when he first started his driver development program? Maybe Kyle Kirkwood. There it is. Yeah. So, (laughs) you know, again, it, obviously that, that, that uh, had, you know, obviously he had a, he had a road bump during his career at that point when that was going on. Uh, But we, we do need a little bit of that to kind of just, as you said, A little bit of influx to get the general public, the general racing public are aware of of what's going on in the sport of karting. Again, we're one of the best known secrets in the world uh, because
0: that's kept secret, best
1: kept secret in the world, because, you know, again, a lot of the general racing public doesn't understand what karting is. We're getting now some of these facilities, Texas Motor Speedway and Charlotte Motor Speedway realizing, oh, my gosh, Why have we not been doing this in the past? It's, it's a, it's, yeah, it's, it's a little bit of a revenue maker, but it exposes people to racing, whether it be IndyCar, NASCAR, Dirt Oval, whatever. It just gets people involved in racing, period. And, and once you get people involved in racing, they become race fans. And when race fans, they buy tickets. And again, it just,
0: yep, that's it. it, It's on and so on. It's
1: just like what we talked about with, with, um, um, Oh my gosh! Why is his name slipping my mind? Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Um, Doug Bulls. Doug Bulls. Yes, yeah, sorry, I couldn't think of his name. I got you. He, he you know, when we talked to him there at the Battle of the Brickyard, it's it's he's he's all about making race fans. You know, he doesn't care, you know what what background they have. It's it's about developing race fans because in the long run, they're going to come watch a race at their facility. That's what it's all about.
0: Yeah, it's true. All right, excited about that, of course. Will Power Kart making its debut at the Scuso Winter Nationals. Look for them to be in a bunch more races here in 2020. All right, David, let's cap off this edition of This Week in Karting. For those people who may not have delved their way back into some of the editorial that we've done, we talk a lot about news items that that, uh, that hit the homepage in This Week in Karting, but we've kicked out some original editorial as well. Some people have given us some more information. Talk a little bit about some of the EKN editorial we did not mention yet here on this podcast.
1: I did kind of mention it a little bit, the uh, the Lone Star Kart Park. Uh, we got a little bit more details into uh, that facility. It was scheduled to open March 21st. I'm assuming they're going to uh, be delaying that, but yeah, uh, probably. Uh, we got a little bit more details. It's obviously going to be a rental kart facility for a while, uh, but they do have plans of possibly opening it up in the future. So, uh, again, we'll be keeping an eye on that facility at Texas Motor Speedway. Uh, We had a team diary come in for the uh, racing for children's program uh, that was part of the SimCraft 24 Hours of Orlando. They provided us with a a great post race report, kind of detailing what occurred during their 24 hour uh, attempt at the uh, the SimCraft 24. And it just reading it makes me want to be part of that event in 2021.
0: Definitely for sure. I know. Uh,
1: And then obviously race coverage. We have the report from Pro Kart Challenge uh, opener the finale for the Florida winter tour at St. Pete and, uh, just a little bit of coverage that we did have for the, uh, SCUZA pro tour winter nationals.
0: Yeah. I mentioned earlier about the fact that we have the ECAN podcast available as, as you know, if you're a regular listener here on the ecan radio network, all the content, the audio content that we put out, uh, starts here on the ecan radio network. David loads it up and we run it throughout the, uh, throughout the week, uh, Again, the ECAN Radio Network, the only 24-7, 365 karting uh, radio station in the sport. Crank out lots of content, whether it's podcasts, interviews, all of our event coverage, the play-by-play that we do at the ECAN Trackside Live events. Uh, then we turn everything into podcasts. So the stuff that's available now on ECAN, again, you can get it through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, I believe, as well. Of course, the last edition of This weekend Karting, Episode 19, Download that. That was from March the 5th, two weeks ago. Still a lot of great information there. And David, we did, we were able to get the EKN Outlap Preview Podcast for the 2020 SCUZA Winter Nationals. Uh, didn't have to do the debrief, which is kind of disappointing, but nonetheless, the preview, if you, if you didn't hear the preview for the Winter Nats, it's now available for download on iTunes and Google Play.
1: Yeah, it's uh we're gonna have a lot more podcasts though coming as we as we mentioned along. But uh, oh yeah, this week in karting the and the ECan Outlap uh, got a lot of number of hits uh, over the last couple of weeks. So it's it's rare that we're having a this week in karting so soon. Otherwise, we probably would have had more podcasts available.
0: True, true. Uh, e- on the ECan Radio Network, of course, this will be streaming as you know. Uh, a lot of stuff coming up. We're home for two months, at least two months. Let's say six weeks to two months. I I just just quickly before I started the broadcast here, Dave, I just started scribbling down some things, people I want to talk to. I'm like, man, let's do that. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. There's a lot of people we want to talk to. And as I said before, if, you, if you're if you a listener, if you're part of the EKN Nation, do us a favor, send us a message. Tell us who you'd like to hear from. Tell us a topic you want us to, to touch base on. I've already sent some emails out. I'm going to hook up with Curtis Cooksey from Acceleration Kart Racing. And I know a lot of you people out there in the industry, in the, in the community, you look at Curtis Cooksey and his wife Brooke Parker and you say they run accel- acceleration car racing, great online shop, they got a place in Las Vegas. That's for sh- that's that's true. But David, as you know, we're talking about the guy that ran in the 1998 uh Formula C World Championships at Charlotte. He was a top driver. I th- he was on the podium at the very first Super Nationals. He ran the Promoto Tour for a number of years. Rotax multi- Grand t- Finals. Yeah, multi multi-time or just one-time Grand Nationals? I what think the- multi-time. How many times has he gone to has he gone to the, with Team USA to the Grand Finals?
1: Well, he's gone to the Grand Finals uh, multiple times. Yes, that's what uh, I thought. Yeah, yeah multiple
0: I, times, right? So there's, there's, and I, my thing is I want I want Curtis to kind of start telling the story about how he got into the sport because it's really interesting how he found his way into the sport and it's become you know one of our core uh, industry members. It's been around for for a long time, probably twenty five years. Right? I mean, really,
1: to be honest, one of the pioneers of online yeah. online stores because almost oh, re- definitely. I remember meeting him at the KMI show before I technically was working for you guys. I was just the road racing correspondent and, you know, him uh, sitting with him and Ted Tackett. So that te- yeah. takes you back and <laughs> and just talking about how they, you know, they used to be racing each other. And then now, you know, obviously Curtis got into the, the industry side of things and just how that, you know, the shop AKR.com has just exploded and, and been one of the leading uh, online stores for industry is amazing.
0: Yeah, and the, the crazy thing is, you, we'll, we'll go back and talk about the motorcycle tire center. That was yeah. one of the places too, right? Yeah. MTC, MTC, uh, definitely going to pin down Greg Bell. I've had a chance to chat with Greg a little bit. He's had a great start to the season so far. Of course, leading edge motorsports coming off those big wins at the Rock the Rio and the Supernat. So we'll, we'll pin Greg Bell down in the shop out in Lodi, California. And David, we had a little, we had a little trash texting going back and forth because. We're going to set up a little podcast with a bunch of the carding photographers that you may see images of on eCarding News quite a bit. We're talking about guys like Todd McCall and Ken Johnson and Christian Marsh. And uh, and Chris Chris Ortenberger Wyatt Lloyd. Let's
1: their images, not images of them, because they're typically behind the camera. We don't want to see them in front.
0: Images from them, yes. Their images, (laughs) yes. And I we had a lot of trash talking early, so even on the text, so text the the text the deal the group text. So we're you know what we're gonna talk to them about what it takes to shoot photography, uh, uh, which one's the best. Who's the worst in that group? Which one has the thinnest skin? Because, as you know, David, being out there, you're a fine photographer on your own. A lot of trash talk out on the out on the uh, out on the track as well.
1: Oh man, who I <laughs> who has the thinnest skin? Gee, I wonder who that could be. <laughs>
0: Gotta be Tom McCall. <laughs> Don't throw him under the bus yet. Come on. Oh, sorry. Yeah, let's hold back. Let's hold back on that. It's, it's surprising because he's from Canada and he ice races. So you'd think he'd have a lot thicker skin because you have to have to stay warm. It's
1: right? not thicker skin. It's thicker cushioning.
0: <laughs> Ooh, there it is right there. Hold on. That's the mic dropping right there. <laughs> All right, David, uh, what are you working on? What do, you, what do we got? I, obviously I'll be working on a bunch of podcasts. What are you working on for e news?
1: I'm coming up with just some editorials, uh, a couple profiles. Uh, we're going to be uh, profiling Crosslink competition and, uh, and Sean Owens there. So the uh, Texas based operation, uh, got a couple of other articles I'm working on, uh, in a couple columns, um, we, we had a great idea come up from Andy Saisman that, uh, we're, I'm kind of going to dive into a little bit and work on, uh, some Briggs and Stratton stuff. Obviously yep. uh, we have time now to, uh, to kind of go over, uh, what uh, happened with uh, the Briggs and Stratton weekly racing series program last year and, and how it's moving forward in 2020. Also just uh, other different, um, uh, technical aspects with the Briggs and Stratton engine that, uh, Obviously, it's, it's in a new era with uh, the rule set. So we'll kind of dive into that a little bit as well.
0: I got one thing I've had uh, kind of on the sidelines that I haven't been able to jump into. And we're going to start a women in carding article series. Um, I'm actually going to start by by uh, by uh, profiling Paige Crawford, young lady out of uh, North Carolina who's done extremely well over the last number of years, a heck of a driver herself, I'm going to do an article on Paige Crawford, then I'm going to hand it off to Paige, and she's going to put together some articles for us on women around the sport. Young women, older women, whatever it may be. So it's going to be really cool. We're going to, Her and I are going to tag team on a, on, a, on a couple of different articles because there are so many great young women and great women. I don't care where you are on the age run. There are a lot of fantastic stories about women that are racing around the sport, and that's something that's going to be coming out here as well in 2020. All right, folks, where are we at? Perfect timing. Let's cap this one off. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us here on this weekend Karting. As I said, a lot of content coming out during this safe, I keep saying safe, self-isolation period. You guys are at home. I know people are out in the garage working on the carts. That's something we're putting up on Facebook too. I want to see pictures of your carts. I know a lot of you guys aren't racing yet, or will be racing in the next two, three, four weeks, depending on what happens. Could be a couple of months. I want to see your carts up on Facebook as well. So we're going to start a thread on that. But otherwise, folks, I hope you're enjoying what we're putting out here on the EKN Radio Network. Thank you so much for joining us. On behalf of David Cole, my name is Rob Howden. Bye for now.